Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only that do not represent any other individual or organization. Well, Carl, we have made it to episode 23, 23, a lucky number for me. Uh, my, my wife and I were married on the 23rd, so it's always been kind of that thing. So, uh, yeah. Congratulations on the uh, anniversary, 23. How many years? Uh, actually, it's going to be October 23rd will be our uh, 29th anniversary, which is kind of a record nowadays. I mean, uh, considering the average length of marriage nowadays, that's... Uh, that's up there. Well, you, you certainly have found your, your, your mate, your match, your forever. Indeed. Congratulations. Indeed. Yes, it's, Indeed. Uh, it is. It is something that is, should be celebrated, you know, universally. But as you're, you think about it, um, a lot of marriages are just like disposable. You know, you get married and it's like, Seems nah, that way. I'm out of here. Uh, do you think I'm breaking any hearts by revealing that I'm married? Do you think there's a lot of sad, sad single folks out there? Not one. Not one? No, oh. no. I, 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 I could say that with sincere honesty to you. And uh, there's probably thousands of, you know, heads right now that are bobbing up and down and agreeing with me and saying, yeah, I, I don't think well, so. Carl, you've never been one to, to pull punches. That's, no. That is, that is the way that that goes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's, it's National Day thing, and uh, we've got a couple of National Days, and... You know, there's there's one that's uh, you're, you're not even going to guess it. I can't even give you. A I, hint. I need I, then. I'm going to have to have a hint. As usual, you know. Uh, I'll give you a hint to the second one. The first one is yes. National Swap Ideas Day. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, I do have some ideas. None of which you know might you know ferment into anything good, but I do have ideas. Well, well we might we might have to swap those ideas <laughs> okay. for for better ideas. So for, we're swapping those ideas yes. out. All right. Uh, no, the, the next one has to do with a food, as it always does. Yes. And we're going to bring you to a time from the distant past. Yes. Distant. How distant. And we, well, it's not really done this way anymore, and I'm going to mention a name. I'm going to say Freezer Queen. Oh, uh, Ready Whip Day. No. Coffee, ban- coffee Cream Day. Banquet. Oh, Banquet. Are you t- like TV dinner banquet? Yes, yes, yes. It is National TV Dinner Day. Oh, well, congratulations to the TV dinner producers, wherever they may be. When's the last time you actually had a TV dinner? Oh, you know. Actually, um, I mean, you sat down, threw it in the oven, cooked it away, you peeled back. Do, do, do that pot pies foil. count? Pot no. pies? No, 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 it's not a TV. A true dinner. TV dinner. I, I'm gonna say that goes to back to like 2005. Wow. It's, that it's is, been a while. That has been a while. And you could never, ever forget that aluminum taste in your mouth when you <laughs> dig deep into that Salisbury steak. And the scalding burn on the tip of your tongue with it that is, first bite. It is brutal. But, you know, America loved those things. They were yes. so convenient. And that's where the TV tray craze yes. came out. Where you, you know, the old stackable TV trays in the corner. And yeah. Mom and Dad and Punch and Judy would... Uh, Sit around the old black and white, you know, six inch TV and honeymooners. Got to watch the honeymooners yeah, with a scalding, scalding Salisbury steak and mac and cheese. Yeah, and and you cannot blame uh, blame anybody, but you had to dress up those dinners with pepper or some Tabasco sauce or something to make them, you know, edible. Oh, palatable. You know, back back in the back in the olden days when freezing the food was not really that good. Bird's Eye, the yes. founder of Bird's Eye. What was his name? Bird. No, I come on, come on. What was Birdsall? Oh my goodness! But but Bird's Eye, that was the that was the exploratory. That was those first really good processes of freezing fresh food and cooked food. Yeah. And and now they don't even need to freeze it. They they cryovac this stuff and it sits yeah. on a regular shelf. And yeah. I, it makes me nervous. Going well, well wait. I mean. Pulled pork from a foil pack sitting on the shelf. How you, good could that be? Do you be? remember they tried nu- nuking uh, the food to 
destroy any bacteria on it, and then you could just buy like meat out of like a sort of a cooler. Oh. And because it was nuked with actual like radiation, uh, it was uh, safe. Yeah. Do you remember that? No, that, I love that, it. Never, that never took off. Though. It goes very well with a, uh, you know, a side of mercury to oh. uh, rinse it down with, I'm sure. <laughs> How did we survive any, any of these experimental programs well, you know, in the marketplace? You talk about surviving and experimental things. Listen, we were on bikes without helmets, without knee pads, without elbow pads. We were on those horrifying steel-wheeled roller skates, the yeah. kind that you use the, the skate key to clamp it to your shoes. Yeah, and, and your sneaker never really recovered from, from those things. Or, or your down. pinky toe, for that matter. No, no. If you, you know, had a wide foot, you were out of luck. We were daredevils on our bicycles. Man, if they had dumped sand next to the baseball field, that was a ramp. How many, how many times did you and your brothers uh, exchange jarts in the backyard, and after a while you got sick of, like, pretending to play the game, thrown in that little yellow plastic hoop, and then you actually started throwing them overhand at each other, and maybe a couple sticking out of a tree or the garage. We, we, would, we would do that uh, throwing exercise at inanimate objects. We yes. knew that if we threw it at each other that mom and dad would have something to say, and it would usually start with the sound of a belt clearing some denim loops. And Yikes. people frown on it. It's like, oh, oh, that's that's child abuse. Yikes. No, no, no. We feared it, so we behaved. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a there's a lot to be said for uh, the the fear alone. It was just the threat or the evil look, you know, from mom or dad or mom actually opening up the utility drawer and grabbing her wooden spoon. Oh my! That was oh enough. My. That was enough. just grabbing that you know 14 inch wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and just shaking it at you. That was enough. That, that, that brought everybody back between the parallel lines that you had to stay in. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a huge measure of respect as well because, you know, there, there was love. You knew there was not hatred. There was not. No. I'm not saying that there wasn't uh, people who, you know, had a different home life. But, right. you know, I, I got the belt a couple of times and it was because I Screwed up. Boy, you had to deserve that. And you know, it wasn't like, yeah. you know, I don't like the way you're looking at me, you know, clearing the belt loops. No, I mean, it was, you yeah. know, <clears throat> saying something rude to a customer on my paper route when I was 12, that was probably something huh. I wouldn't even say anywhere near sight of a church. Imagine that. Um, so, you know, there was there was a yeah. couple things there. Yeah, I mean. But you know what was worse than that? The silent treatment. Oh. oh when mom went silent, that was worse than anything because you knew you were in the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 would that would terrify me. But, you know, fortunately, I never got the silent treatment from mom. Dad, yes. Dad had a few choice words to say and then he just kind of like zipped it. Um, the time when my friend Steve Britton and I took his engine out of his uh, Chevelle and put it into my mother's Cadillac trunk. And, oh my. And, yeah. And drove it over to my house and reassembled the cherry picker. And we were in phase of raising it out of the trunk when my father came home from work a little early. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tr absolute true story. He got out of his little village issued uh, Bronco, walked up, looked in the trunk looked at us, looked at the engine sort of swinging in midair, hovering over the open trunk and, and said, I can still remember the quote, where's that going? And then I explained to him, I kind of pointed at my 66 Chevy uh, Impala Bel Air. And he said, well, good luck. And then he said, and make sure you clean that trunk before your mother puts groceries in there. <laughs> so, but then I did not hear from him for the rest of the day. He did not come out. He did not say anything. Uh, the rest of the day, which would have been from like uh, 2.30 in the afternoon until very, very late at night. That's plausible deniability. Because if your mother asked him, did you know anything about this? Well, you know, I saw them when I pulled in, but yeah. I don't know what's going on. He did not try Smart and cover. Man. Yeah. Smart no. man. He didn't try and cover for me because it was a few days later that my mother did complain to him about how dirty the trunk had been. 
Ah. And he, and he says, well, I'll get that cleaned up for you. Ah. But he didn't do it. See, now, I, I met your father. I don't know if you knew that, but I met your father. Yeah. And uh, I was placed in the center of the couch, and we had a conversation. I'm sure you did. And it was, uh, it was very interesting. And it, old school families. Now, when my sister... Uh, when she reached dating age, my father was doing the, well, I need to meet the boy. And, yeah. you know, it was, of course, it was off to the back then and there was the discussion. And uh, y you look at things now and everybody says, well, times have changed. Yeah. They certainly have. Yeah, I, I, I believe a lot of the social media in the families, uh, unfortunately, everybody's sitting around the dinner table either at home or if you could get everybody together and you go out to a restaurant with your family, they're all sitting there on their phones and they look up once in a while uh, to let the waiter or waitress know that, you know, everything's fine or, you know, can you get me another Coke or another serving of bread or something? It's unfortunate yeah. that the communication uh, is now, you know, lacking. It, yeah. it has certainly suffered in a lot of the families. And, uh, well, go to the, go to the big blue Wally store and in any particular checkout line you're going to experience the <clears throat> culture shift you know i and you know we talked about the, the fear of, of discipline now my my father was a big dude he was six foot five he was uh truly he was raised as a redhead stepchild he was an orphan and uh, raised in foster homes and the last foster parents he had were amazing to him and he joined the military survived normandy it was a military policeman uh, not not a tiny guy and uh, but but very nice and very well educated at the same time. Uh, but you know, six boys and a girl, and then you bring those seven kids into yeah. St. Paul's Parish. Well, the dynamics certainly oh, sure. are amazing. With, just with that, sure. But you know, we'd be in the church, and of course, somebody would make that the giggle noise up, and no. of course, you know, the giggles start going. Dad would just reach his arm down the line, and he'd snap his fingers, and you'd hear this pow go off. I mean, I swear, Carl, that was the enough. priest would sit down and wait. <laughs> uh, but that was, that was enough. Bring that, it back in line. It yeah. was like, oh, back to reality. Because yeah. that, that, I don't know how he got the volume out of those two fingers. But every child in <laughs> but, that church would suddenly straighten up. Well, with and, that many children, he yeah. probably had a, a, a little bit of a practice. Well, you know, mom had her own evil ways. And yes. I, I say that tongue in cheek. Yeah. Uh, we, none of us were twins. But we all had matching outfits. You know, it was the same cut of short in different colors. Yeah, we true. all had navy pea coats. We all had berets. We all had the red sweater with the black bunting. And after a while, it was, you know, they said, well, it made it easier to find you. Yeah. Uh, you know. Did you ever, did you, you and your family ever try out for, for like a Sound of Music uh, reprisal there? You just try it again? No, but oh, you know what? You, you probably could have. Do you remember the Kenmore Record advertisers? Yes. And they had a With section. Free paper once a week on a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. And they had a section called the Magnificat. Okay. And it was actually, it was actually uh, church news and other stuff like that. But sure. they ran an annual contest called You and the Zoo. And what you did is you had to create zoo artwork based upon the Buffalo Zoo. And this okay. was all about this thing. And uh, you had to be of a certain age and so on. Well, you know, when, when my sister and my two oldest brothers were old enough to enter, they entered and, and won. And then, you know, the next brother goes into the next year, the four win. The next year, everybody enters five win, six win. Well, I finally got old enough to enter. I entered. All seven of us won. And then they eliminated the contest after that. Wow. Because they had so many complaints, but they would get hundreds of entries. But I remember the last headline was Corbett's did it again, and I appeared on Rocket Ship Seven with with oh, Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas in promo. I, I promo the robot. It 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 freaked me out because yeah. promo was walking around with just the legs no, of the costume. That's it much. was the drummer from Dialing for Dollars, and he was smoking a cigarette. Nolan Johannes. Yeah. Yes. No. It no blew my mind. Meet like, the Millers. Oh were, my gosh. We're on there. Yeah. Well, Meet the Millers. Yeah, we used to pretend I'm on the piano. Dial for dollars, three from the top. You know, we're, we're reminiscing. We're waxing nostalgic. Which, which we need to do because it's comforting. Now, why do they call it waxing, do you think? I don't know. What exactly is that? Maybe putting a little coating on it to spiff it up a little bit. Make when it you, shine. 
Make it shine. Yeah. Shine. Bring back the bring back the good memories. The luster. I you know what I had a lot of good memories and uh, yeah. this this kind of a segue in actually. Uh, when I served in the United States Air Force, I was based over in Wiesbaden, West Germany, and it was a wonderful, wonderful base to be at. Um, and it's now, I actually, they, they turn it over. It's now the National Polizei uh, Training and, and, and uh, Administrative Center. But while I was there, uh, I had the opportunity to go to Munich twice for their Oktoberfest, which is not in October, by the way, uh, between the Gregorian calendar and the Julian calendar. And it's... October was harvest time. Oh, okay. Harvest is actually, too, you know, you're September. You're too busy. Sit around and drink and eat schnitzel. Uh, but it was, it was a wonderful time, and it was everything that you could possibly imagine. Well, that, that has been one of my fond memories, and uh, you know where I'm leading on this. We have, we have finally put together um, the first Canal Cities, it's, it's the whole community, Canal Cities Oktoberfest. Yes. And we've mentioned this before. We've mentioned it before. And this is coming up to on, everybody uh, new, new October 15th. Is yeah. October 15th. Yeah. And uh, it's the, the event is, has just come together so well. It is uh, the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce and the uh, volunteer fire companies of the city of Tonawanda uh, have been steering this. And okay. it, it has just unfolded into this really wonderful event. And we're looking to make it annual. So, you know, third Saturday in October. But... It, it fell together in such a way that the two of the premier bands, and there's a few, there's several, actually several premier bands, German bands in Western New York. Right. But two of those premier bands, uh, one of them is called the Frankfurters. Okay. And these folks have actually played Oktoberfest in Munich. Oh. They were an invited band. Wow, so that's I, some street cred right there. That, that is huge street cred. And, and also nice. the Auslanders, another premier group, they both happen to be available on the same day just by chance. Because there's a lot of Oktoberfests out there. And we get them. And we have both of them. Oh. Uh, so the Frankfurters, the Auslanders are there. Uh, Prosper Brewing up there on Webster Street, okay. North Tonawanda. They yes. are making a special Oktoberfest beer. Ooh. Um, as well as some other offerings. That's going to be ready soon, maybe. Very soon. Oh, and good. Uh, we have some other folks that are involved that are, are bringing some things in. We have a, a dessert caterer that's coming in. Okay. And uh, we've got uh, true German sausages coming in to be cooked. And so we've got the music, the sausage, uh, the beer, and non-alcoholic things and, and kids' drinks. It is a family-friendly event. And the dessert's coming in, and the kettle corn guy's coming in. It's just all this this wonderful thing. It's going to kick off around noon on, on October 15th. October 15th. And, uh, you know, just for the weather, but there's going to be a big tent down there. There's going to be some, you know, warmers that are down there. Right. And plenty of food and plenty of music and all this stuff going on. And it's just looking to be a really wonderful event. It got uh, picked up by the German-American newspaper. Okay. Um, and made, their, made also their Oktoberfest catalog. There's some advertising in there. Uh, but we're really looking forward to this this event, and it is absolutely an all ages event. And here's the kicker: no admission fee. No admission fee. No. Well, how, how how do None. you pull something like that off without an admission fee, Frank? Well, what we did is we we looked at it and said, you know what, everybody should be able to come and enjoy this. And if they want to eat, there's food available for purchase. Okay. If they want to have a beverage, there's beverages that are available and some desserts and some other things. Even the big, soft, salty pretzels are going to be Those there. you got to have. So we would like people to patronize the businesses that are down sure. there. Uh, because obviously, I mean, there's there's <laughs> there are finances that are laid out to support the event. But you know what? Allowing the folks in, and because there is going to be beer, it is a controlled environment. Okay. It, it is going to be fenced off but it doesn't mean that you can't come in it doesn't mean that you have to pay but you have to go in through the primary entrance and exit because of course we want a safe community yeah um so we are complying with the uh the well that doesn't mean you're eliminating fun just because you want to have it safe correct correct yeah. we, we just can't have people with alcohol wandering aimlessly through the city of tonawanda oh no, yeah that's you understandable know, we, we have to Absolutely. keep it confined and uh so far, the response and the number of people that want to come has been fantastic. We really do want to make it an annual event. Right. And uh, the turnout's going to determine that. I, I, I think it'll be a hit. I think it's just one of, those, one of those events, again, with careful planning and trying to cover 
you know, everything that possibly could come up, you've, uh, you've, you've planned it very well, you and your committee. Who else is on that committee with you? Uh, we have Ron Walker, who okay. is uh, Orca Audio, and he is uh, doing the sound system sound there. System he's the one, of, he's one of the sponsors. He has contributed to that. Okay. Uh, Kenmore Mercy is one of the Chamber of Commerce sponsors. Very nice. And, uh, of course, they promote you know, safety and health and, and community. Sure. It's a, a wonderful organization. And multiple other members of the Chamber of Commerce. Okay, are, so are the Chamber of Commerce is also you know, with you in backing this. And, of course, the Chamber of Commerce is busy enough, but... They folded this into their calendar, which is great. They did, and Very it is nice. on their calendar. And we're going to have some of their catalogs there as well to pass out at the ticket booth. Okay. Uh, because we're going to sell tickets in order to, not to get in, but tickets for procuring the food and, and, and the beverages Buy a so ticket forth. for a dollar. It's a soft yeah. drink or but, what have uh, you. Right. But yeah. So we're going to have their, their Chamber of Commerce catalogs there that show all the events that they have, day by day, week by week. Okay. Um, we're going to have some of those. You ever see those maps when you go into, like, your favorite uh, sandwich shop and they have that cartoonish, like, map showing oh, yeah. all the businesses? Everything, yeah, everything's over-accentuated. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to have Tippy's those. Tippy's Tacos, Dante's Pizza kind of, like, just looks, yeah. like, big and oversized where they're located. Yeah. We're going to have those Very down nice. there as well, courtesy of the Chamber of Commerce. Those are free. Okay. And uh, so you can have those, those cool maps and, and you'll see all these businesses that are involved. But it's going to be at... Uh, well, it's it's Canal Street. Okay. Uh, I guess it's technically number one Main Street, uh, but it's going to be in the new pavilion. Okay. Uh, on yep. Canal Beautiful Street. place. Beautiful place. Uh, food Truck Thursdays have benefited from that location. That, well, what a terrific thing that is, too. The Food Truck yeah. Thursdays along, not just the food, but the entertainment has yeah. been really good. Yeah, and we enjoy that. And you can just pull up a couple of chairs, you know, stop over to one of the food trucks and grab something and... Yeah, yeah. Now, now there's going to be plenty of parking there too, and of course the parking's free to get in. It is free, and if you yep. want to eat, well, then of course you know there is that. There, there are the charges for that, but you support local businesses and, yeah. and have fun. Whatever your budget can stand. Yeah, they are requesting that you know only only service dogs uh, at the event. They don't want. Uh, you know, the, the, the support crocodile and, no. and uh, so forth. And I'm not trying to pick on anybody. But, no. Um, anybody who does have support crocodiles in Florida. There right. probably are a few right. that we... And I'm, not trying to be, I'm not trying to be dark or mischievous. The, you no. know, the support animals do wonderful things and the research supports it. But uh, because of the risk of, uh, you know, incidents with the animal, they're requesting that, you know, for that period of time. Yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, it's not forever. It's just for a few right. hours. Right. Uh, we're making sure that the uh, the roadways in between, as far as the access in and around the event, is uh, ADA compliant. So Good. people that need to get around can. So, but family event, very excited. Now we have the breakfast coming. Or did I miss it already? Yes, Frank. It was today. I know. I know. But I'm that's okay. Facetious. So just remember that uh, you're looking at the VFW 745 here in City Tonawanda. Once again, they're putting on their their breakfast. The price did uh, creep up a couple bucks, but so well, what? Well, in inflation, we know that I, I, I would absolutely, I would, I would say that at ten dollars for the breakfast, you are still getting, you know, the bargain of the week. Yeah, you can't, you couldn't even pull into you like your your favorite, uh, you know, fast food uh, box chain restaurant, oh. and for ten dollars, get the quality. Mm -hmm. And the quantity of the food that you can at this place. Remember, it's a buffet. Yeah. So you can go back. And it supports eat. something good. The folks Absolutely. putting this on are? Yeah. Our veterans. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they put that the money to phenomenal good use. They support scholarships. They support each other. They support, um, you know, prize funds. And, and they do good work constantly. It's just not, you know, just once in a while, you know, our, our veterans... You know, at our local post, uh, provide a service. You know, to our our service members, current and past. So it's it's, it's nice to it's see terrific. that they're doing that. You know, and, they use that parking lot for staging when they do the 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 senior parade for the high school. Right. And something odd happened a few weeks ago. What? And um, well, the senior parade was scheduled. The parking lot was cleared and set aside. The police showed up, the fire police showed up, uh -oh. the guide cars showed up to do the event. Right. And nobody showed. Oh. And somewhere, somewhere the ball got dropped. But um, 
our students didn't, didn't do their parade. We don't know what happened, uh, but no student cars were there. So we're, we're hoping that, you know, that's going to change because, you know, our seniors, after these two years of, of two and a half years of, of strange gatherings because of COVID, right. um, you know, a little bit of perk, a little bit of tension. It's, it's always nice to have that. It is. So didn't we have a nice time over there at the Coffee and Stone last it, week? It, it was phenomenal. The, the folks there that are going to be opening that up probably on the what, 16th, 17th around there, soft opening, 18th for real for everybody. Somewhere around um, there, yeah. You yeah. have to go to their web page to see that or the Facebook page. You can yeah. see that Coffee Co and Stone. Coffee and Stone. And it's, it's a, a great location. The building is beautiful. It's wide, open, airy. Lots of natural sunlight coming in there. And the menu uh, that they talked about with us is just going to be probably delicious. I mean, you, I, you I can't, can't wait. I, I can't wait. I'm looking, forward, I'm looking forward to going there and getting one of their uh, fresh uh, roast brews that they have. Um, and it's their proprietary brew. I mean, they have yeah. people that are making exactly what they want. So the consistency is going to be there every time. The flavor is going to be there consistent every time uh they've got baristas that are going to be coming on board yeah. they've got an executive chef yeah uh, that's going to be two exec chefs working in the back just two yeah. of them uh you know not not both at the same time unless it gets that busy but no, it's not no. it's not microwave burritos it is no fresh, not that there's they, anything wrong with that because i've enjoyed a good frozen burrito from time to time but you know what, i probably should learn how to cook them instead of eating them yeah frozen but you know but you know it's going to be that kind of restaurant where you're going to walk up to the counter um pick your pick your menu you, you pick off the menu. Uh, they, you're even going to have a, a grab-and-go section right there, so you can grab If you're busy, you grab it, go. Um, but, yeah, they, they seem to have a great handle on why they want to locate there because it's, it's in that central business area and a lot of concentrated uh, people that are going to be living, you know, there, right around there. And with the expansions and all the uh, construction and the developments that's been going on in the city of Tonawanda, it's a short five-minute walk over the bridge and into that place. Yeah. So it's going to be marvelous. It's, it's a four-minute walk from the senior center here yeah. to go over the bridge. and But you're getting this chef-quality stuff. They, they said they were going to be able to do, uh, like, like lunch catering, and yeah. um, they're hoping down the road they're going to have, like, the, uh, the the wine and beer license so they can have the evenings yeah. with the folks coming out of the theater. It's very, very exciting stuff. you got more stuff there, too. we got a lot of things going we do. on. Well, let's, let's go back a little bit, and we talked about it briefly, but... Uh, back a few months ago, the Erie County um, legislator in the Erie County uh, came up with a storefront revitalization program. Yes. They, they dedicated millions of dollars to this. And what they did was they uh, went out and they sought businesses in Erie County that wanted to and needed to update their storefronts with uh, lighting, with energy-efficient glass, with probably going through um, getting doing some ADA work, uh, eliminating steps and stoops and things like that, and outdoor lighting, outdoor seating. So right here in the city of Tonawanda, uh, there's a little bit of a congratulations to go around. We have a Sativa Remedy, who was a, a guest of ours a, a while back. Swiston's Beef and Keg. Oh, is going, classic. Yep, is going to be a recipient of a grant to remodel and refurbish their uh, entrance. Saltwater Paradise over here on Main Street is going to be receiving a grant. Really cool place. Very nice place. Really yeah, cool beautiful. Place. You can just go in there and just watch the fish. Sativa Remedy. We had her in here as a guest. Yes, she is, she is a wonderful. Phenomenal. She's a delight. She yeah. really is. Uh, Saltwater Paradise, we just mentioned, and the Mahogany Event Place over there on the end of Minerva Street near Elmwood Park. Uh, they're receiving a grant from Erie County to redo their entrance. Uh, right. Now, that's that's the former Masonic Hall. Yes, they it is. turned it into an yep. event So center. if you've ever gone by there, what are they doing in there? Well, that's an event yeah. place now where they, they hold events uh, across the board. It's a terrific uh, venue. It, it is. really is. Perfect. It's very nice. That, it, that's why they built it there, because the... You know, the former occupants and owners of that building had a lot of events there. Right. Yep. And uh, Moscato Realty. 
Aha, yeah. another another guest. That another guest of ours. There's a, there's there's a there's fine a trend line, here. a lot of connections uh, <laughs> with us. I don't know if we had anything to do with it, but of course we did. We'll just take credit. Okay, we did well, it. why not? Go ahead. And, and uh, Sam Moscato in, in the Realty uh, Company office there is getting uh, some needed upgrades and some redo and some fixing up. And now she she's big as far as the whole uh, promoting Tonawana thing. And you know when she was yep. on, she talked about that and. There's there's the vintage home tours and things that yes. there's a connection into that, and really just I mean you can't turn a corner and not see her face right on a sign here. Very busy, very successful, and because she sells Tonawanda as a wonderful family place to move into, uh, have a safe environment for your family, and uh, live and grow here and play. It it is, you know, what one of the kept one of the best kept secrets uh but i think that's becoming uh not true anymore we have a lot of developers that are coming into the city of tonawanda that are looking at every available nick nook and cranny to wow. to do a building buy a building next to a, a lot buy a building even buy you know like alleyways and uh looking at what other developers own, and then try and buy it from them so they can do their own development. Uh, as but we know, we're, but we're, there's controlled growth there too because we, we we don't want the city to turn into this this bustling crazy and and lose that that hometown thing. Yeah. So there well, is there is a controlled growth, and you know you and and uh, the rest of the council, you folks review this stuff, and there are opportunities for development. Yep. But it's not just hey, you know, go ahead and do it. It's a very controlled thing, and, yeah. and a lot of people. There's a are lot of people in the local that. development corporation, the downtown development corporation, that look at everything. The folks that are on the uh, the board that looks at like what you want to do with you know a particular property, whether or not it has to be revised as to what its use might be. Uh, we're looking at a lot of that, how things actually get put together and where they want to put it, and uh, so far. The developers that have come forward and visit with the mayor and the office and, you know, our city attorney have been, you know, straightforward, phenomenal people. And we look forward to more coming in and see what else is on the drawing board here. It seems Wonderful. to be almost symbiotic, uh, some of the stuff that we're seeing come forward. I mean, you had the Ralph Wilson Foundation, very generous. Yes. Uh, with, with this, uh, you know, tracks to trails and, and other aspects they had involvement in. And this, all this about this community and involvement and being outdoors and away from the video games and away from what my father called the idiot box. Yeah. Uh, and it's all this stuff is 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 coming to fruition. This this really is a very exciting time we have, in the Twin Cities because yeah. it's really it's both sides of the canal. We have we have lots of folks that are you know putting a lot of events together. Um, the city of Tonawanda has some wonderful, wonderful uh, groups. City of Tonawanda Neighbors United uh, put put together some events in the past, but now coming up, we've got Teen Wars coming up. Teen the, Wars. Teen that, Wars. Oh, that don't, sounds that sounds uh, horrifying. Oh my gosh, they, it's it's games and you, you know like oh, it, it's it's oh. like a gaming it's like a gaming thing where they you're playing games against each other, teams against each other. That's going to be at Elmwood Park. So no, Park. no, no foxholes, no camouflage. No, okay. no, the team were no. They, they actually get together and they have, uh, like, if if you want to call it, they have like scavenger hunts. They have like tug of wars. They have that like, sounds great. They, they think about what you want to get them involved with. You know, more involvement, more uh, involvement with using their brains and their hands and, and, and actually building something together as a team. Team building exercises, of course, are very, very popular with that. And that, that they're going to have, uh, like I said, September 16th at Elmwood Park, and that's from 7 to 9, so go check that out. And they've also put together on uh, September 17th the second annual Day of Play. Uh, they're going to be doing that right at Vets Park, and that's going to be from 10 to 2 p.m., and that's going to be a great event. Uh, day of play. Bring the kids, your grandparents, your neighbors. Uh, Frank, you can even go. Come out and play. Uh, they, they've got a pop-up playground. Uh, they're going to have, like, rocket launches, foam machines, fort building. 
That's a lot just of stuff. Just a lot of stuff. To, I mean, from 10 stuff. to 2, I doubt they're going to have like more than like 15 minutes of a break for these kids to have uh, nothing to do. But it's going to be like they, they're like soliciting uh, folks to bring in like like sheets and like water bottles so they can spray paint on sheets and make some like community like little paintings. Uh, they're going to be using those great big plastic uh, drain pipes, you know, for kids to crawl in and on and, and just, oh, okay. right, yeah, right. you know, a lot of things, you know, at least some logs and some, you know, things kids to climb on under, around and through and, you know, pick up things and move them around and kind of it assemble. It sounds like a lot of very cool It's a stuff. lot. It is a lot. And, and we're lucky to have the City of Tonawana Neighbors United uh, in place, and they just have enough people to uh, pull off all these events. So if you want... I'm sure they're looking for volunteers. If you show up and you say, hey, what can I do to help you out? I'm sure they will They will off, take your offer of an hour or two or maybe have, perhaps join them on their on their next adventure. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's coming up pretty soon. Um, Salem United Church, uh, they have uh, lunch. And pretty soon, it'll be... On October 10th, they're having roast beef. Roast beef, Two buck, favorite. $2 donation oh, at Salem on. Church. And Maine and Morgan, oh yeah, $2 donation, but it's a Just, nice does fellowship. Does it include the, the, the roll for the sandwich? Yeah, everything. It's, it's, yeah, it's, for two it's bucks. A complete, it's a complete <laughs> it's, lunch. What it, day is this? Hold on. It is October 8th. And it's just, uh, it's a suggested, suggested donation. I'm sure you can donate more. You that, could. I, I am back in town. I'll be out of town for a little there you while, go. but I'll be back in town for that. By the way, folks, yeah, we're going to miss a couple of broadcasts because uh, I am <clears throat> journeying forth uh, to uh, do some visits and so forth, so I will be uh, incommunicado. How Maybe many we can get Carl to come in by himself if he learns how to turn the equipment on. How, how many people are going to miss Frank? Raise your hands right now. Oh man, I see virtually I can I, virtually I could see well maybe like four or five people, but that's okay. How about a Thanksgiving dinner on November twelfth? Complete Thanksgiving dinner, two dollar two dollar suggested donation, and on December twelfth a Christmas ham dinner, and of course Salem Church. Everybody knows where Salem Church is there, Maine and Morgan. Go ahead, help those folks out. Uh, let's support them. Have a big turnout for them. And, uh, and and let's see how many folks from Tonawanda and surrounding areas uh, show up, help that's, out. That's fantastic. You know what? There's there's so many cool things. You know, we're talking about kids and the changes. Have you must have driven by the Fletcher Street campus that's being built? I have. I have. What I, an incredible complex! Well, I went by there on Wednesday. Uh, they had the City of Tonawanda officials picnic which is another fundraiser for scholarship funds that the City of, city of Tonawanda uh, officials have every year. And uh, I, I stopped, literally, I, I stopped on Fletcher, and I looked at that, and I said, that's absolutely incredible. And what's actually more incredible is that they're going to be done, complete, finished, and in that building in August, ready for the next school year, next September. That's fantastic. So a year from now, that'll be occupied by, you know, the elementary school, and that will be wonderful. Now, at the same point, you know, it kind of it kind of tears at your heart, especially folks in the Mullen district. There, they're very attached to the to the Mullen school. Some sure. people move there, and that's going to be it's going to be a change. Yeah. But I mean, a beautiful, expanded, wonderful facility like the Fletcher Street campus. Yeah. There. What do you what do you what do you think? Are the possibilities for those buildings? Because we don't want derelict buildings, of course, and uh, you also don't want, you know, a mosh pit or a roller skating rink. I mean, well, we have one roller skating rink in the Twin Cities. It's yeah. awesome. That's enough. They do everything we could possibly expect. But I, I believe that the school district has already probably received some offers or interest from developers again wanting to come into the city of Tonawanda and do something with those properties. We all know that, you know, what usually happens to old school buildings is that they become, you know, senior housing or housing of some sort or remodeled or refurbished and become uh, something more than what it used to be in, in yeah. a schoolhouse. So, and, the, and those, because they're single floor structures right. uh, for people with mobility issues, that, that's a wonderful yeah. use and it but, puts people there. But you have to, you have to think about you know, what is going to be their return on investment? 
you know, if they buy a school building and they're going to turn it into, you know, more apartments, is that the right thing that they want to do? And that's up to the individual developers. The school district probably would want them sold and, you know, off of their ledger sheet as fast as possible and then let the developers, you know, have at it with the building inspectors and getting permits and such from uh, where they need to get them. So I don't know what, I, what the plan is. I, I saw some, I, I guess they're new students uh, over at the high school on the recently completed, a few years back, the football field. Okay. Uh, the other night it was, uh, there was some sort of game going on, but it was reindeer games. Uh, actually, it was just deer. The football field was filled with deer. It was like 11, 15 at night. There's nothing to eat there. There's nothing to eat. It's not even no. real turf. No. And yet they were they were sniffing and walking around. I was amazed at the size of these You know, that would be animals. interesting to watch the security camera footage of that. Because that whole place <laughs> is under, under you know, vi video surveillance. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I, would, I would like to see that. That would it be was, something it else. Was, it was interesting. Now, there were a few that were on the field, and then the rest were kind of on the fridges going... Uh, I don't really play football, you know. You can't fool but, me. But out there, so uh, you know what we've we've got a couple more things to mention. But we we're actually uh, we got a lot of we could go on for an hour on this. But you know we we need to hit a few more points here. Carl, go ahead. What's what's the uh, hit list? So we've got uh, food truck Thursday, which we mentioned, and sadly, food truck Thursday ends on the twenty second of September. Is our last one. And that always is like the, the end of summer again because Food Truck Thursday starts in June and it's a great, wonderful event right there on Canal Street. And of course, it's 5 to 7.30 and every Thursday we usually have between 8 and 12 food trucks at least. So go up there one last time, enjoy a nice dinner uh, from one of the food trucks and participate in that and go see Canal Street. If you haven't seen it and the improvements that have been done there, have a good time at it. Uh, Frank, your favorite, the more food, is uh, the chowder sale from, chowder. from the Niagara Hose uh, Fire Company. 917 is going to be uh, that. So the 17th coming up. Uh, that's next Saturday. It's a week from today. Uh, Pre-sale, 6 to 10 a.m. So go and drop off your clean quart container, your three-quart container, your gallon container. They'll take care of you. And the chowder is going to be ready at 12 noon. At Niagara Hose. I believe it's pronounced Chowda. Chowda. 74 Wheeler Street at Morgan. And, of course, President Dick Goodman would love to see you guys there and participate in getting that. Uh, one other thing, uh, outside winter storage uh, is open uh, pretty soon, going to be November, and that's going to be at Tanawana Volunteer Fireman's Park on Two Mile Creek Road. And the phone number to store your trailer, your boat, your RV, your trailer uh, with snowmobiles on it or what have you, your jet skis, the phone number for that is 716-579-0235. And well, outdoor storage right up there at Fireman's Park. That's a great facility, too. People don't realize there yep. is picnic pavilions and barbecues. Indoor bathrooms with real plumbing real and plumbing. real floors. Yeah. And, and recently completed was the new uh, cook, cook shed, the new little pavilion shelter that was completed by the uh, Erie One Bosey's carpentry class, the electrician nice. class. Yeah, so it's absolutely beautiful. Nicely done. But big, big pavilions, horseshoe pits, a lot of stuff up there. Yep. And tomorrow, uh, since this is September 10th, I don't know anybody on the planet that I would have to remind, but tomorrow is the anniversary of uh, the 9-11 uh, terrorist attacks in New York City, uh, in the Pentagon, in Washington. And uh, our field in Pennsylvania. Yep. For the brave souls. Yeah. Uh, they, they actually started, you know, the fight back in the war on terror. Yeah. Would, you know, coined the term, let's roll. Yeah. So uh, I was fortunate enough today to accompany our foster dog, Apple, up to the uh, tunnel to Towers Foundation fundraiser. And uh, that is from a Stephen Siller Foundation who, who started that. And uh, we want to we wanna just mention that, that if you are so inclined to support the uh, Stephen Stiller uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation, uh, it is a wonderful charity and they support 
first responders and fire and policemen uh, with helping them with mortgage payments, their families uh, paying off their mortgages. And there's more than just 5K runs and, you know, like just basket raffles and things like that. Uh, down in Georgia, a friend of mine, she is part of a golf tournament and a tennis tournament that they have uh, nearby. So there's many different ways that you can get involved. But uh, if you want, look them up. The Towers to, or, sorry, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation. And uh, hopefully uh, they get a lot of love and uh, attention. So much deserved. There will be a couple of ceremonies, uh, small ceremonies, run by our Fire Department Chaplain Corps at Fire Headquarters on September 11th. Uh, that's 44 William Street here in the city of Tonawanda. Uh, and they'll have one around 9.30 in the morning, and there's another one in the evening, and it's, I believe it's uh, 7.30 seven. or yep. 7. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Right. And uh, feel free to come down and attend. Uh, uniform not required, but if you happen to be a first responder or a member of the military or just a proud American, uh, stop on down. And uh, it, is, it is a memorial salute to all the souls who uh, suffered that day, both those who have gone before us and those who are left behind to carry that burden. So uh, let us not forget what no. it means to be in this, this wonderful nation of ours. Uh, the, yep. the strength that people showed after tragedy is, is truly um, Yeah, those, those emotions are pretty raw for myself still because it was a horrible, horrible event. And uh, each time the anniversary you know, starts coming up, you know, on the calendar, it, it just, the memories, the memories yeah. of what I, what I was doing, what I was watching and, and all that just come flushing back. And, uh, I just, I just want to say that, you know, we often hear, you know, like, like a motto, you know, like we'll never forget or, or never forget. Uh, yeah. That rings true with myself very well. All right. And it, it does for many people. And it's, uh, it's quite a thing. Well, you know, this, this has been, been, been quite an episode. I, did I tell you I've gone back to college? No. I did. I what did. are we doing? I started night classes. I'm working on uh, some, some uh, certifications, recertifications, actually. Okay. And, uh, yes, I am going to be going back out on the streets as a paramedic. Oh, my goodness. Well, but congratulations, and uh, thank you for your continuing service and doing that. It's, it's, you know, I've missed it a lot. I can't, yeah. I can't lift people out windows anymore, but, uh, you know, there's still things that I can do. What a critical uh, need you're filling again. It's, uh, wow. it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun, but I'll update you as it goes. But, you know what, sitting down to do two hours of homework every night, is not exactly something I'm used to. No, so, not anymore. Not at your age. You know, perhaps, uh, perhaps you could put together some flashcards for me to help me. I will. Study. I will help you in any way. You know, I. You know, I. I will get together with with you and and and, and help you out if you had, you know you gonna do a verbal verbal quiz. I'll I'll help you absolutely. You know, they make comments that you know, Carl and I we we play off each other and they find it funny and it's it's really not an act. This this is how you and I really are when we're talking. Sometimes a little more sarcastic even. Oh yes, but well, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun to do this and it's it's, it's a cool opportunity. It to is, and this. you know, and it's completely unscripted as you can tell. There's no way you can plan this. No, this, <laughs> this fifty minutes, half hour, hour, ten minutes, or whatever. Yeah. I think the only time that we really sit down and think about it is if we have a guest, you know, come into the studio, and uh, we don't want we don't want to make complete fools out of ourselves. But uh, Not that it's we hard to avoid. It from time to it's time. it's hard to avoid that from time yeah. to time. But yeah, um, the rest of it's just throwing a pie and hoping you hit the target. Right. Yep. Throwing a stone over a wall and waiting for the ouch. I w I'm still a little confused. There was the, the one individual that, that sent us a, a message that she thought recognizing Mother's Day was misogynistic. Yeah. And I don't understand that. That was a while I, ago. If I missed Mother's Day, my mother would let me know. Yes. That would be the silent thing. See yes. how we segued back to the beginning there? Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, all comes mothers around. and fathers, single moms, single dads, single folks out there, parents, non-parents, newlyweds, kids, listen. Fosters. Everybody here, fosters, foster parents, foster kids, everybody here has an opportunity. Everybody here should be loved. Everybody here should cherish the moments they have and look for those opportunities. Carl, you always put a wonderful bow on this. What's the bow this week? Well, in honor of 9-11, uh, let's take a moment, remember the folks that were tragically 
lost that day and still continue to lose their lives even to this day, all these years later, that are suffering from the effects from that event. Um, every week I, I read about you know, another firefighter who, who has succumbed to injuries sustained on that day from being on that pile and working uh, nonstop around the clock for many, many weeks trying uh, to look for survivors and such. And My good friend Rob, who was I, taken after the fact. Yep, yeah. And I just want to mention one, one fireman that, you know, because we, we all can't remember 343 fallen brothers uh, all, in, all at once. It, 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 it's, it's a Herculean task to try and do that. So I just remember one, and I keep him in my heart all the time, and that's Thomas DeAngelis, battalion chief from the New York Fire Department. And, you know, I just want to say if, you know, anybody's family or friends would ever come across this podcast is that there, there is people out there that do remember, you know, the fallen firefighters. And uh, we take that, you know, every day, you know, seriously. And uh, we remember them and we will not forget. On my side, I will mention one, and that is uh, our dearly departed brother, Lieutenant Robert Hess. Uh, Rob. Uh, was there at 9-11 when the towers fell. Um, he did survive. He moved into a training position. He was a firefighter to his very bones. And uh, he did suffer from what was referred to as 9-11 cancer and did, did pass on. But uh, he is representative of so many others that struggled afterwards and some continue to struggle. So remember that this, this day is not over for so many friends and family and comrades. So even if you can't go out and attend a memorial service, um, you know, just, just keep it in your heart and remember that love conquers hate, and that's what we need to do. Absolutely. Thank you. Carl, it's a pleasure to do episode 23 with you. We yeah. We had a little fun. We had a little sorrow. We had a little current events, some past events, some future events. I think, I think we've, we've come full circle We've done 23 here. very well. We've done it proud. Outstanding. Well, you know what? I always part with these same words, but I'll, Carl, I'll let you go first. Thanks. I just, want, I just want to thank everybody again for listening and your kind comments on your text messages to 716-812-3730. And I do read them, and they, they do uh, fall into place when we do uh, a show. So thanks very much, folks. And uh, just keep the little text messages coming. Thank you. And, folks, remember... If you fill your heart with love, there is no room for hate. Thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, we'll be off for a couple of weeks here while I take care of some family business. And uh, we'll see you the next time. Take care. Have a great day. Take care, everyone.